Hello everyone, my name is Lou and welcome to my podcast called Anatomy Follows Physiology. Uh, We just finished covering up the muscles of the forearm. I know how difficult those are. Um, Some people struggle with it, but please take a listen because I include some really great mnemonics and really great tips on directionality in order to remember the, the muscles and their actions of the forearm. So please give that a listen as it will really help. So now we're going to cover the muscles of the hip and the thigh. I know these can be really tricky, but I'll give you a fun tip before we get into it. Most of them have at least one action, which is to flex at the hip. The only exception to that is the gracilis muscle, which is the this long, um, thin muscle that's on the innermost portion of our thigh. kind of goes from our groin to our knee m- more medially. Um, but we're not going to get started with that. We're going to get started with the major prime movers of, uh, for flexion at the hip. And the first one being the iliacus. So the iliacus kind of going, if you go back to bone, um, the bone unit and remembering the names of your bones and the features, um, it's the, uh, ileus, I'm sorry, the ilium. <laughs> portion of your hip bone. And uh, so the iliacus covers the ilium of the hip bone, sort of like laying on its surface in there. And it's just going to do that one main thing because it's the prime mover for flexion of the hip. And that's going to be that it flexes at the hip. Next up is the psoas major. Starts with a P. So remember to spell correctly. P-S-O-A-S, psoas major. And it sort of sits um, more immediately to the iliacus um, and um, goes from the head of the femur to the lumbar spine. And it functions to flex at the hip and flex at the vertebral column. Next up is the sartorius muscle, um, which kind of gets a little bit into the um, another muscle that I was covering, which is the piriformis. I'll get to in a in a bit. But the sartorius muscle is my professor's favorite muscle, and I forget why, but it's her favorite, so we're definitely going to do this one do justice. It's uh, your longest muscle in the body, and it functions to flex and laterally rotate at hip and flex at the knee. So one of the ways I remember the sartorius muscle is that I remember the piriformis muscle, which is right below the gluteus medius. And the sartorius muscle sounds like victorious. And um, it kind of relates to piriformis in the way that the piriformis sounds like a pirouette for a ballerina. And so it's, you know, when you're a ballerina, it's all about that turnout, making sure that you can laterally rotate at your hip to get as wide a turnout as possible in order to do a pirouette. And when you do a pirouette, you want to look victorious, hence sartorius, hence making sure that you laterally rotate at the hip. But you also need to flex at the hip because most, if not all, except the gracilis, flex are hip flexors. And because you're doing that pirouette, you're also flexing at the knee. So that's one way to remember the sartorius muscle. Flexing at the hip and knee, and it also laterally rotates that hip for that turnout. Um, And it can do that because it's the longest muscle in your body. And we all want to be victorious, so do not forget sartorius. 
Next up, we have the pectineus muscle, um, and that ha functions to flex and adduct at the hip. Next, we have the adductor longus. I like the name of this, adductor longus. Sounds like a detective. Um, but I like that the name kind of gives away some of the action. Adductor, it's going to adduct. And what do most hip muscles do? They also flex. So this one's kind of a giveaway. It adducts and flexes at the hip. And um, it's located right below the pectineus and right next to the gracilis. And that feeds into the next muscle, which would be my favorite leg muscle, which is the gracilis muscle. So I have a fun little mnemonic to remember this. The gracilis sounds like grass. And again, the gracilis is an exception to the hip flexors. So um, the way I think of the gracilis is like I think of grass and, you know, you, it's nice spring weather right now. Uh, or maybe it might not be if you're when you're listening to this. But right now for me, it's spring weather and you like to go and have a picnic. And so you're going to lay down on the grass. But the way you get down to the grass is that you're going to flex your knee. And um, the gracilis is also the most medial um, thigh muscle. So again, what's medial is going to adduct. So it's going to adduct at the hip. And then again, to get down to the grass, you're going to flex at the knee. And that's how you remember the gracilis muscle. And now we have the quadriceps, uh, the big quads. Quads mean four. Um, and there's four muscles that make up the quadriceps femoris group. So the first is the rectus femoris. Not to be confused with the rectus abdominis, but we have the rectus femoris. Femoris sounds like femur, and that's kind of because it's sitting on top of your femur. And it functions to extend at the knee and flex at the hip. So remember what I said way before, if you guys listened to my previous podcast, um, some tips that I gave to memorize uh, whether something extends or flexes. And I said that the leg muscles were an exception to this. Well, this is where that comes into play. So the quads and the hamstrings have reverse functions. Even though the quads are on the anterior portion, they're going to extend at the knee. And the hamstring muscles, which we'll get to soon, those are going to flex at the knee, even though they're located posteriorly. So these are the only exceptions to that tip, is the leg muscles. Um, the great thing I like about the quadricep muscles is that they all share the same action with the rectus abdominis having a, one additional extra, extra thingy, which is that it flexes at the hip, but they all extend at the knee. And that's all you have to remember for the actions for the quadriceps. Um, you have four. So the rectus femoris is the one that's, um, right in front, most superficial. Um, and it's, I would also say kind of right sandwiched in between the um, the other quadricep muscles. So the other three start with the name vastus, V-A-S-T-U-S. And you have vastus lateralis, which like you, like you might have guessed it, is more lateral. The vastus medialis, which is more inward in your inner thigh. And the vastus intermedius is located just beneath the rectus femoris. So remember, you have to peel off the rectus femoris in order to get to the vastus intermedius. And they all extend at the knee. 
Next up is one of my other favorite hip muscles. It's called the tensor fascia latte. I'm not sure if that's exactly how you pronounce it, but I'm going to pronounce it that way because it's going to help us remember what this muscle does. So um, the tensor fascia latte, ironically, is part of your IT band, also known as your iliotibial band, um, because it's connecting the ilium and the tibias um, with a band. Um, and I just like how the name sounds, tensor fascia latte. So it's sort of this fa fascia tissue. Um, and... Like I said earlier, most of the muscles in the hip are going to flex it. So it's a hip flexor. Um, and it's located most laterally. It's actually kind of right on top of the rectus, um, the vastus lateralis. I'm sorry. And so the latte is the lateral part, and that's going to abduct at the hip. Um, and so, yeah, the way I kind of remember that is that tensor sounds like tenses and then you can remember flexes so it flexes and abducts abducts at the hip we're doing really good so next up is the gluteus maximus my favorite um, muscle because this is the muscle that I've tried to get big for so long and I'm sure many of you have tried to grow your gluteus maximus ironically fun fact it only has one function which is to extend at the hip it's a prime mover of hip extension. Um, it's also one of the biggest muscles in your body, and it's a big power muscle. So if you guys want to grow your grow your glutes, as I know that's like the most you know you know number one most popular workout in uh, the fitness um, industry, then definitely do some hip extension exercises that's going to help move your gluteus maximus because that's the only action that it does. Um, so the, or at least the main action that it does is hip extension. Um, next up is the gluteus medius, which is deep and more uh, superior to the gluteus maximus. And that functions to abduct and medially rotate at the hip. Just think of a hip abduction machine that you would see at the gym. You know, you want to glow your group, your most people want to grow their glutes, but there's three parts of your glutes. There's a gluteus maximus, medius, and minimus. And so one of the things that you're definitely going to be doing to grow your glutes is using that hip abduction machine at the gym. And so that's one way you can kind of remember the gluteus medius is that when you're trying to grow your, grow your glutes, you're using that hip abductor. So you're going to be abducting and medially rotating at the hip. That's what the gluteus medius does. Next up, we have the piriformis. Like I was mentioning earlier, it kind of relates to the sartorius with my little mnemonic. Piriformis sounds like pirouette, which is what a lot of ballet dancers do. I used to do ballet. And the um, piriformis functions to laterally rotate at the hip. Yep, can't forget that turnout, people, for the piriformis, laterally rotating at the hip. And it is... Um, inferior to the gluteus medius and deep to the gluteus maximus. You have to peel off the gluteus maximus to get a good view of both the gluteus medius and the piriformis. Next up, we're going to be going into um, the hamstrings. I know a lot of people like to grow these as well, and when you do squats, believe it or not, it actually functions more to grow your hamstrings than your glutes. Um, so there's three um, muscles in the hamstrings group. I, I, the way I remember that is ham, 
you know, most people like food references. So ham has three letters in it, H-A-M, and that's three muscles. Um, and the biceps femoris is the most lateral um, hamstring muscle. And they all have the same function. And there's two actions. So they flex at the knee and extend at the hip. So we're not dealing with hip flexors anymore. This is on the posterior side. Normally posterior muscles will flex, but again, the hamstrings are a little different. Um, at the hip, they're going to extend the hip. And they're also gonna flex at the knee. So just keep that in mind. They all have the same three functions. Flex at the knee and extend at the hip. You have the biceps femoris. The next more medial is the semitendinosus. And then more medial to that is the semimembranosus. One way to th remember this is that the membrane is sort of in the middle, inside. Um, so you, that's one way to remember like whatever's more medial is going to be, or most medial of the hamstrings is going to be the semimembranosus. Um, whereas the biceps femoris is most lateral. And... Um, that concludes this podcast. In the next podcast, we're just going to cover the muscles of the leg, of the lower leg, and that will conclude the muscle, the muscle identification and actions. So thank you so much. I hope this helped, and please stay tuned for the next one.